Hey out there, it's March 13th, 2018, and this is episode 3 of Video Games Were a Mistake, a podcast about those mistakes. I'm here with two mistakes, myself. <laughs> I've got Jermaine with me. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> and I've got Ian here with me. I am also here. How, up, how are you guys doing? And I'm Michael. Man. Oh, I'm Michael Benson. In case you. Oh yeah, know. don't forget. You, I do man. have a name. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally. Well, yeah. It's going well, man. Glad to be here. You guys living always. the dream. The dream. Living, yes. Living yes. somebody's dream. Well, somebody's dream. Maybe not yours, yeah. but somebody's. Gonna be joining Maybe. the space force pretty soon, I think. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Sounds fun. I'm going to space. Apparently, awesome. I mean, I don't know what the qualifications are, but I'm in. I can't imagine they're too bad. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not a discerning. I just found out. <laughs> branch. Yeah. Given given the current appointments, yeah, um, and the track record of, of appointments, they. I mean, it's got to be like, oh, do you know what space is? Right. You know. Yeah. Well, and it's ironic. I mean, like, or maybe it's important. I don't know how this works. Do you get in to the space force on the ground floor? Uh, does that work? I don't know. Oh man, yeah. weird one. Space Force. Yeah. Ooh, you guys, everybody out there, go look that up. I'm not. Just go look it up. Space Force. Yeah. Google yep. it. The Space Force. The Space Force. Well, that's anyway. wild. What'd you guys do this weekend? Did you do anything fun? Oh man, I went to a place called and don't laugh. In Florida, there's a place called Dinosaur World. Oh man, I've um, been to Dinosaur World. That sounds good I, as hell, man. It's, I took the little ones there, yeah. and it it's pretty much what you think it is. Imagine if it was, imagine Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, but everything is metal, and you can't touch it, and they don't move, and they're not animatronic, but you're outside, you're walking around, and kids are seeing yeah. dinosaurs. It was fun. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit talk it too much. It was it was. Okay. I can get into that. Yeah, you can see it from the highway. I mean, it's yeah. inten- it's intense. You can see like I drove giant past it so many times going to college. Like I'm like I'm never going there. Ten years later, God yep. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I <Yeah>. was wrong. <laughs> Here I, I am. I could get into some di- dinosaur world. It's they right next like, to uh, like airplane world too. See, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. two yeah. birds, one stone. And yeah. but they've got to have like churros and corn dogs and stuff like that there. So mm-hmm. I don't see exactly. what the problem is at all. Yeah. Those are the you know two what? basic food groups. I, I love the spin you put on that. I actually enjoyed myself quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> See? Here you go. See? See? We'll talk you into it. You had fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we're going to drag you. Orange Julius and look at some Man, I kind of want to go back next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm living somebody else's dream. It's there crazy. You go. Yeah. That's what about you, Ian? What'd you get up to? Uh, I was mostly working this weekend, um, but uh, I, I think we'll probably get into it later. But yeah, back into that Vermintide. But um, mm. other than that, you know, pretty quiet. And it's kind of uh, had some good Vietnamese food. Went out and hey. got a uh, got myself some banh mi, which was real good. That's so, always a wonder. Man, there's yeah. nothing like a good banh mi. There's nothing. You feel yeah. like you've gotten one over on the world because generally a good banh mi is like four dollars. I always feel That's like the they're thing. ridiculously underpriced. They're, they really are. Yeah. I mean, and I think. When I looked at it on the menu too, it was that like four ninety nine or something. It's like, oh my goodness, we're in for a treat like, because yeah, there's authentic stuff. $4, yeah. So for those who don't know out there, maybe me, maybe not. 
What the hell is banh mi? So it's a Vietnamese sandwich, right? Uh, but it, because of um, the sort of um, uh, cross-cultural, we'll say, uh, influences of French colonialism in the uh, uh-huh. in the region. So it's like it's a lot of Vietnamese flavors. Sometimes you can see it with like uh, you'll see like grilled pork. I've seen them with meatballs sometimes, but um, you'll have like Vietnamese flavors in the meat and in like a carrot pickle that goes on it. Um, some sauces and things, but it's basically a sandwich with with that, some cilantro, maybe some onions, uh, just a really really good um, sandwich. That's hard. It's hard to get across, like how good it is, just from listing the ingredients. But uh, trust me, if you get a chance to grab some some authentic banh mi, yeah, go for it. Yeah, and it, it's always like list. a giant loaf of French bread. It's yeah, yeah, huge it's like split and baguette. Yeah, yeah. So. You'll you'll nice. pay five dollars for it, and they'll bring it out, and you'll be like, wait, this is this is not mine. Yeah, this is. Did I just feel like you yeah. stole something? It's exactly <laughs> yeah. how it is. That's how you, you did. Feel. You got it, like he was saying. Uh, uh, Mike, <laughs> you were saying it. like, it's wait, like he got away with something. Four dollars, mm. really? Yeah. Mm. So. And then you go, then you always think, man, I need to get one of these every day. And then you forget oh, they man. exist for like three weeks, and then you go, "Oh yeah, yeah. I need another <laughs> bond me." And then you have it. No, it's just nice. Well, no, when yeah. I get one, I will let everyone know. Excellent. You should. It's good times. Speaking of good How times, you, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, yeah. So this, uh, so to celebrate my the day of my birth, um, thirty five some odd years ago. Um, we went to a cabin in the mountains um, and went hiking in the mountains as well to like a waterfall. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, I managed to not die, which was goal number one. <laughs> Good. Um, I also did not get eaten by bears, which was sort of goal number two. Uh, it didn't rain yes. on us, didn't snow. It was just gorgeous. I only fell twice. Um, it didn't really damage anything, so that's <laughs> that's key. I mean, it was kind of craggy, you know. I, in my defense, I was like, you know, straddling rocks how, and stuff. I love how honest you're being right now. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm like, no, I was perfect. I hiked the mountain. It was yeah. great. Yeah, Went well, up my that cliff face. Yeah, yeah. My wife was there, so she saw. So I, you know, <laughs> nice. I mean, I, I, and both times were total idiot moves. Like I, I was traversing this sort of rushing brook you know it wasn't deep or anything but i'm trying not to put my leg like in a foot of water right and uh right so i'm going across these rocks and i'm I'm making it across and i get all the way across and then there's this huge you know 100 foot tall waterfall that i'm just looking at i'm like wow this is beautiful and uh i don't even look at where i put my foot when i turn and i just go whoop and just fall right down there you go (laughs) right there on the water you know up to my knees oh yeah Ah, such an idiot and then the second good. time we were coming back from the main falls, which is even higher. It's probably two, three hundred feet. It's real big, and uh, I'm walking back, and I'm just just clunking along, and I just don't even look at the the ground. And there's this wet patch, and I just whoop right out from under me, fall flat on my ass. Oh, and, nice. uh, yeah, total moron. But I had a great time. It was beautiful. That's good, man. Yeah, you know, would do it again. Played Battlestar Galactica, the board game, at the cabin. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, I've heard that's really good too. It is fantastic, but yeah, uh, it's supposed to be fantastic. Every single time someone gets in an argument that tries to end a friendship, um, <laughs> you know, and always because you always decide to play that game when everybody's a little drunk. Yes, and uh, it's like you know you've been playing for an hour and a half, and then you know husband betrays wife. Well, not me, thankfully. 
and mm. uh, she was real salty. And, uh, <laughs> she gave him the business. Yeah, but that's but that's the I feel like that's the the slot that these games are designed uh, to fill too. It's like when friends get together, have you know maybe four or five beers each at least, and then you know by the time you get into an hour and a half, like the drama is just you know it's ready to spark off. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're so. ready. It's ready to go. So, but it, it was a great time overall. So nice, very cool, fun. Cool. And then I drove back. Basically, when we drove back, I basically drove through Stephen King's The Mist. Um, Score <laughs> because it it had it was starting to warm up and it had been cold all weekend and it just, I mean, could not see the car in front of me mists coming out of nice. these mountains. It was insane. Cool. Um, well, yeah. pretty, but yeah, not yeah, beautiful. To drive it. Beautiful yeah. when you you know you look out in the forest, you're like, wow, this is gorgeous. But you know, you're expecting some giant monster to, you know, swallow the car in front of you at any moment. Nice. Yeah. So, well, Cloverfield action. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Good stuff, man. Yeah. We got anything else going on? You guys got exciting things to tell? Um, I had a little nice chit chat with my uh. My manager at work earlier this week being Monday. Um, <laughs> I uh, So I made the pilgrimage out to E3, not for work-wise, but I used to do a website with some friends, and we snuck our way into E3 when it wasn't public, which was awesome. Um, and so this year I was like, you know what? I got some friends out in L.A. I got uh, there's an office out in L.A. that we do support for. So I was like, let me see if I can get my job to pay for my plane ticket, maybe a couple of nights in L.A. And then I just extend my stay and go to E3 and hang out and be merry. Maybe cover some stuff since we have a podcast now. I could probably get some work done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's the goal. It, right now it's on the it's on the maybe list. If I can convince them that the work that needs to be done can wait until june and that next week hey then i'm in there so we'll see maybe isn't a no so exactly so i'm I'm still in there man fingers crossed man that would be great yeah if you end up putting that together let me know because i'll fly out there oh hell yeah dude all right because we can get in and we we know some people out there oh yeah for sure yeah we we know some folk yeah we know some nice people that'll get crazy out there so yeah (laughs) Sounds so mysterious. Are these like just friends that you guys have? Yeah, we know. Like, like, we know. We know. I know a guy at Nintendo who's out yep. there. I know. Okay. Uh, we know, know some a couple people. dudes at E3 or uh, EA. Yep, we know some guys at EA. We know some people. We get a little. Hey. We get a little crazy in LA. Yeah. You gotta be careful. So. One day we need to tell our backstory. Like, hey, how do them. we all know each other? Yeah, tell <laughs> the ancient tale. That's it for another time. You'll have to keep listening oh. to episode one hundred. Exactly. Yeah, there, there you go. There's a <laughs> juicy details will be released. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll roll out the the 15 years ago. <laughs> wow, it feels so like such a short time, but it really. Was. Oh yeah, for sure. But when you look at dates and pictures yeah. you take from like packs and stuff like that, yep. you're like, oh damn, that was that wow, was I'm old. Yeah, I'm old. Yep. yep. Anyway. So, what about you, Ian? You got anything going on? Not too much. Uh, I'm heading back to the what? Well, yeah, going basically back to my home in the wilderness in uh, upstate New York. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, been uh, nice. hanging out here in Minneapolis for the last uh, few weeks, but uh, yep, heading back home tomorrow. Nonstop flight, which is cool. But nice. um, those are the best. It's yeah. the only way to fly. 
I found out about uh, melatonin gummy bears yesterday. Yes. So oh, yeah. That's a, get myself that's a some of those at the Rite Aid and uh, hop on that plane and yeah, count myself oh, out. I, 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 I normally overhead uh, container or something. I don't care. Yeah, I normally <laughs> hit the scotch pretty hard before I get on. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried that method before, and now I'm just uh, I'm I'm so terrified of hangovers that like, uh, yeah, flying in booze or, well, uh, it depends. Depends on how irritated I am, but mm-hmm. yeah, I the gummy bears, man. It sounds like that sounds like a plant. I hate flying with a passion, so anything I can do to forget that I'm on a plane, I, I usually go with. Yeah, that's why yeah. I get, I get, I get, I generally have about two, two and a half cocktails before I get on the plane. That's pretty good. Just, yeah. to, just to get to the right state. Snapping you mood. Know? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And three, and then I'm just paranoid. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and you most get to three, airports. and then you've got to like find out about the life story of whoever's sitting next to you. Oh like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Just get way too chatty. It's terrible. Yeah, way too chatty. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will say this too. Like um, traveling tends to be my um, 3ds time. Hell I'll yeah. pull out the old 3ds and then get some Monster Hunter or uh, Super Metroid in. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine is. I always play. I always play the the 3ds. Actually, I don't even have a 3ds. I have an original DS. And Ooh, nice. I, I take bad things on the plane, and I have, OG. you know, I play through old nonsense. And I play, you know what I play a lot of on planes? I feel like the DS, it was only played like one game for probably the last 10 years, and it's Elite Beat Agents. I'll just tap yes! that yeah. game oh, forever. You <laughs> just hit a <laughs> I, soft spot in my heart. And I just, <laughs> and I never wear headphones. I love it, too, because I'd never wear, I'm like, because at that point, after I'm two drinks in, I don't care about the people around me anymore. Yeah, well, exactly. I always crank the volume on it as far up as I can, and just <laughs> don't even wear so head- just don't even wear headphones. And I'm just like, yeah, jumping jack flash, it's a gas. You know? Oh man, <laughs> this will never happen. But if they announced a new Elite Beat Agents for any platform, I don't give a fuck what it is. I would be stoked. Oh my god, can you imagine that thing on the Switch? It'd be so good because oh, it's a touchscreen, right? You could just tap the screen. Oh, oh my god. You're getting me hyped. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna I happen. Know, it's not gonna happen. But but when it does, but if it did, yeah, I would be in. So so video games. It's a pretty good, pretty good segue. You guys, yeah, that worked you, out well. <laughs> you playing some video games? You've been playing some video games. I should have. Yeah. What you yep. Uh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, how about we start with the end? Tell me what you've been playing, buddy. Well, um, so I um, I got code for this a long time ago, but I noticed that it just came out uh, like for real, for real, um, it, the seventh. So about a week ago, um, it's this uh, real time strategy game slash colony manager called Northgard. And it's from uh, Shiro Games. Is and that I, the Viking one? Yes, and that's okay. exactly why I'd kind of ignored it at first. It's like, oh, you know, <laughs> kind of like uh, Vikinged out a little bit right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's just it's too many Vikings, you know, Vikings everywhere. Um, but it turns out it's a really good game. It's um, like I said, it's it's sort of an RTS, but I feel like it's a good one for if you haven't gotten like hard into StarCraft and those micro heavy, um, you know, command and conquer type um, real time strategy. Northgard is much more about the colony management side where you're if you there's a game uh, came out a few years ago called Banished where you kind of had yeah. to uh, build you know a village and assign tasks for the villagers and try to make sure that you could survive through winter 
And um, Northguard's much more focused on that aspect. And your military is going to be at the at the most in the beginning of the game, maybe four or uh, five guys. Um, mm. So, and it's and once you station them in a zone, um, and the maps are all broken up into small little sectors. Uh, you station guys there, and they'll just take care of anything that comes into that area. So it's kind of it's it's much more um, it's very macro oriented, I yeah, guess. Not in the, in the, it's and, not uh, you don't you know, yeah you don't have to worry move about these three you know, zerglings this way exactly you know, yeah you're not trying to you know out up, APM yeah. your opponent at all. It's yeah. um, so it's it's nice. That's not to say that it's not difficult, and um, it is pretty challenging. But you've got a lot of, uh, you've also got some uh, PVE environments. You'll have to take out like uh, just kind of mobs in different sectors and to take, you know, to expand into a a neighboring sector, you might have to clear out all the wolves or uh, all the Draugr or something like that uh, that uh, might be there. Um, Yeah, highly recommend this one, um, especially if you're kind of interested in RTS, but the, you know, the APM, you know, speed clicking um, type of plays kind of scares you off. I think that's it's a it's a solid game, and um, I'm playing through the campaign now that it's out of or early access. There's kind of a campaign that does the the basic job of kind of introducing you to each of the new concepts pretty well. So, awesome. so that's it looks fun. cool. It it has a good look to it too. Yeah, and, it's a nice yeah. Yeah, and then keeping up with the the what appears to be a trend, it's like thirty bucks. Yep, you know, nice. And it's on sale right now for like twenty two bucks. So. Yeah, like, it seems like everything yeah. is cheap right now. So, so uh, yeah, they do that that uh, sort of launch special, and this is yeah, it's twenty five percent off at least for the next like, I don't even know if by the time this goes up it'll still be on, but I mean mm-hmm. still thirty dollars is not bad at all for a you know full release. So yeah, yep, check it out. It's um, it's good. Go get it. Yeah, if you like moving little tiny Vikings around. Mm. <laughs> who, doesn't? who doesn't who yeah, doesn't see there you go what about you um so Germany. you guys sold me on a game last week and i ran out and purchased a vermin tide 2 okay i've heard maybe I, you heard i have of heard of it i've heard of it's, that it's uh um my new obsession i haven't been obsessed with a game like this since Return of the Samus probably Ooh. was the last time I was so just deep. deep into a game and like I'm like because of the time change I've been going to bed at like one or two in the, at night <laughs> and forgetting what time it was I'm like ah oh, just one more just one more let me get that loot box let me get a new weapon yep um let me level up it's it has that that cadence that it just hooks me I'm I'm way deep into that game I love it it's it great. has definitely that one more run feel oh, yeah. to it and uh the runs are one thing that's that's real dangerous about the game is the runs are much longer than they feel like definitely uh, yep you know they're like, like i think one run was like 45 minutes oh, yeah. for us because we just could not get through this damn vermintide man i just kept on coming yeah um i'm sure that that is probably an indicator of the skill with which i am playing vermintide oh yeah you know mm-hmm. i'm sure that yeah, you can go sure. through it much quicker <laughs> um but I feel like the runs are, are longer. They feel like they're maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and then they end up being actually 30 or 40. Exactly. They are, and they're significantly longer than the uh, missions in the first uh, game were. Which um, I actually like, because if I'm going to get yep. four people together, I don't want to just play for 20 minutes, right? Um, yep, exactly. 
I like that they have some meat to them and that there's sort of a, um, you know, sort of a feeling of accomplishment when it, when it right. comes down. Yeah. I still have been quite... on an adventure. Yeah, for sure. By the time yeah. you get to the end of a mission. I and they are, I think, like your main said, some of those are in some real weird places. But uh, yeah. the, I think, you know, Germania mentioned, you know, you're, you kind of get the, the loot box or a piece of gear or something like that. And they're much more generous with, you know, the levels and gear uh, this yeah. time around. So there's the drip feeds a little bit better. Yep. So um, so I think, yeah, like you said, it's got that that hook where it's like, well, I could just play one more. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when you're close to the next level, you're like, mm-hmm. well, if I just play one and even if I die in the first 10 minutes, I'm going to get that next level. So, yeah, I got to do it. <sighs> yeah. Which is uh, that's what keeps me going. I need that. Like, I need the number to go up. Yeah, yeah right? for sure. Like, like, I'm definitely that dude. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's not a competitive the competitive games. There's a different reason. Right. It's like I just want to kill other people. But. Yeah, this yeah. thing it's like I want the number to go up, and if and the number goes <laughs> yeah. up just often enough in this one, to where it's like, oh, okay, all right, yes. you know, oh, my sword is just a little <laughs> bit better. And I'm hitting a little bit harder now. Yep. Yeah. I got it, the same sword, but this one's green, and the exactly. <laughs> I got to see what it does. <laughs> There's also some depth to the combat that I kind of didn't see the first bunch of times that I ran through it, where. You know, like if you hold in left click just for a certain amount of time, you'll get this, you know. So I, I'm playing the dwarf guy with a shield mm-hmm. and his main, I guess his, his, you know, the good ability that he has is like this sort of shield bash. But it's not the classic hold block, you know, left click to push. It's like a, mm-hmm. he basically has a push that's a charge attack. So if, <laughs> oh, you char- if you hold the button for just half a second, but not all the way. Because that'll do the normal. He'll rear the shield back and then hit in front of him, and uh, it kind of shoves what's in front of you away. Um, nice. So I'm kind of getting better at doing that, but it's not easy. So there's definitely, it's not just hold down left click and just mash over and over. Um, exactly. There's, there's considerably more to it, which I'm really glad, honestly. Yeah, um, and it knows where you know it's it's got some pretty good collision detection, like where like where you land that shield bash or with your spear mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, you have to really aim, and um, and the timings, like you guys have said, I mean, that's there's a trick to getting that down. So, yeah, I really appreciated it. It's it's pretty great. It uh, looks so good too. I mean, God, oh, it hell is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, like, goodness. I have, you know, what I will say that I have noticed is a, everyone has very differing um, settings to get it to run good on their machine. Yeah, from mm-hmm. what I've seen. I mean, I, I've had. You know, I've played probably with, uh, you know, a cast of characters that we have in our Discord, which you can find in the show notes, by the way, if you'd like to join. Um, but so th- we probably have 10 or almost 10 people probably that are rotating through that game. And three or four of them have had performance issues. And the thing that fixed it for them was wildly different across the board. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was like the game ran bad if I ran it on DX12. But mm-hmm. or if I ran on DX11, it's rock solid, 70, 80 frames per second. But nice. friend of, then a friend of ours who um, has basically the exact same ring that I do, he has to run it in borderless windowed mode. Weird. For yeah, that's what I have to do. Okay. Otherwise, it runs like crap. And I played in full screen. And then just all these strange little quirky things but i mean what i have what i will say though is i haven't found anybody who just can't get it to run 
who can't right. get it to just not, you know, it's like, oh, I can't hit a frame rate that's reasonable with this. Because I feel yeah. like, especially this one, it's pretty important that you stay at 60. Um, oh, for sure. Yep. You really wanted to 60. I mean, yeah. not to be snobby about it or anything, but 60 is with this, the kind of shooting and accuracy that you need, you're going to want. The yeah, things are just happening so fast. And so. the melee combat, like, because uh, you're having to move in and out without mm-hmm. it being at 60 is just a nightmare. But, I mean, you were playing it the other day on, what, a 760? Yes. And and having yeah. no problems at all. I mean, uh, uh, so. It did give me some, excuse me, it did give me some problems uh, earlier today, but that was because Chrome was running. And it doesn't play nice uh, with Chrome yeah. at all. Yeah. Chrome will so, kill everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's not that's kind of a no brainer. But yeah, there it's true. I think different rigs. Well, just there's some settings in the graphics, whether it's um your uh, as your anti aliasing or your um uh you know shadows. Depend, you know, you can play around with all those things, but they're gonna hit your CPU or your GPU uh, hard, depending on you know what resources you have available. But right. yep. Long and short being, yeah, you kind of have to futz with things a little bit. Yeah, but it's sweet. But it, it once will you get it running, man, it is yeah. pretty sweet, and it looks gorgeous. I mean, it is very pretty. It does, even on low settings, it doesn't look bad. Everything looks kind of slimy, or the sun, you know, will come through the the uh, the trees, just you know, shoot some god rays down while, it, and then you know, if you if you can uh, crank the uh, blood decal count up. You'll see a lot of stuff flying around when you start getting into. Ooh, <laughs> into I need to I'll think to play about with that. that. Yeah, I need to play with that blood decal. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, I don't it, know if I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah, stuff. It gets uh, pretty gross. <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> awesome. Well, I mean, so. not to not to bogart the news here, but because but that game sold a ton in the first week it was out. It did. Yep, like it sold a half a million right? copies. Whew. Uh, uh, in the first, Damn. yeah, like six or seven days. So that is so um, awesome. Like, good I, for them, man. I feel great. Yeah, that's and they they supported the first one um, with a lot of DLC. So I'm hopeful that this means they'll do the same for this one too. So yeah, I saw some. Uh, who was it that was posting? Somebody in our Discord actually posted the um, the roadmap. Oh, yeah, that's true. And there's going to be two DLC maps before basically May. Yeah, like their next DLC good. will be t- you know one to two maps depending on size. Um, so they also say they're going to be adding mod support and dedicated servers too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so. dedicated servers is crazy. That is. Yeah. A- I hope other game companies take a look at what they're doing because, no lie, that thirty dollars price point is what made me immediately jump on it. Yep. yep. Like I didn't even hesitate after you guys talked it up and said how much you liked it. Looked at the price. I think I got it for twenty two because it was on sale somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, had it been sixty, I'd have like, you know what, guys, I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, waiting for I'll Monster wait. Hunter or yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so, the but, other, uh, I think the other thing too is it, it almost makes you forgive. Maybe it's a little repetitive in nature or whatever. But I am like, if you you serve me up a thirty dollar game, like I'm pretty forgiving. <laughs> You know, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I know, I know that's like a mental thing. We shouldn't. We should all just. We should gauge them against each other. But I mean, it's half the price of a of a AAA release. You know, exactly. you do. Yeah, you and, go in, if you paid thirty or fifteen dollars for a game, you walk in with a totally different set of expectations than you. I mean, there's no way to really change that. It's just yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, so to me, I think it's just it's incredible for thirty bucks. So yeah, and I know we've just like harped on it 
nonstop since we started. Yeah, We've pretty much, but that game is good. It, it is real cast. good. It's very good. I mean, yeah. it's very good. So when something else comes out that's as good as it, we'll start talking about that. So, exactly. Um, that looks it. It is sweet. Go play it. So. What you got, Benson? You've been playing other than well, well I've been, been playing, playing a ton of Vermintide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me think. So I'm still still working my way through into the breach. Um, got my three island victory in. Trying to get my four. Having a lot of fun with the different squads that you unlock. Some of them are just so absurd. There's one that has like a plane that drops all this smoke, and that's fun. Um, that game is really cool, and I hope that that's another game. It's fifteen bucks or whatever. Um, yep. I don't think I will say that I am kind of hitting the end of my time with it. I think I think I'm yeah. about I'm about done. Where you know okay, I've you know I've I get it, but I don't know that the this isn't going to be the FTL type thing for me. The, I, yeah, five hundred, six hundred hours. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. not going to be that kind of thing. Although. Yeah. If they released it on a mobile platform, I'd probably buy it there too and play it again, and and that would be fine. Yeah. But um, <laughs> they'd be insane yeah. not to do that. But yeah, I also have been playing the so Sea of Thieves is in beta. Um, oh yeah, you can download that for free. Actually, I don't know if that's still going on, but I played like two games of that. Um, and have you guys played any Sea of Thieves yet? At all? Not no. yet. No. Okay, so. I get the appeal of this thing and I, I you know, I, I, I fired it up and, I, you know, I stream. So I'm like, you know what? This game is probably going to be a big streaming game. I should probably take a look at it and see if it's something that I want to play. And I think that the core concept of what they have, the sort of sandbox that they've built is really interesting and it looks gorgeous. Like the, the water in it is probably the best water I've ever seen in a video game. Um, it nice. looks, it looks real. You know, you're, you're driving the ship around and like waves are spraying water up onto the deck for real. And I mean, it, it's really the water is super impressive. Right. Um, but so I don't glad know we can what, get that now. Yeah. I don't know what game is there. I, I got to be yeah. honest with you. I, 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 I'm getting a very um, no, man's, uh, no Man's Sky feel from this thing where it's like, oh, wow. make your own fun. You know, it's going to yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm. And and I got to be honest with with a group of friends. That's not a good idea. You know what? Like, yeah. so when you have groups, when you have so the way that they're pitching this thing is like, get a bunch of buddies together, be pirates. That's cool. Get drunk. Yeah. You know, yeah. and all <laughs> just of that basically is, get drunk and do <laughs> dumb pirate shit. And which like, is that to- sounds which is good totally on paper. fine. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, you need something that's driving you like what is hooking us on Verbentide is that like I leveled up I got equipment I got and I feel like there's none of that there's virtually no unlocks except cosmetic there's a mm. gun right but you yeah. unlock that relatively early and it's not a huge power level and you can't upgrade the gun from what I see um, and I don't know I mean there's missions in, in that stuff so you get treasure maps and whatever but why you know so you hmm. do these treasure and it's just like okay i have treasure who cares this didn't <laughs> do anything for me you know the number is not going like where's the number you know yeah. so so maybe they're hiding it all right and and hmm. maybe they're being really cagey with these betas but man like that's a weird thing i mean it is 
I, again, I'm not going to pass judgment on it because, again, we're not seeing the final thing, right? right. And, and what is there is super polished and beautiful, and it is exactly what you want it to be. You know, you're like, you're an idiot pirate, and you play songs. And, and some of the ways that that happens, like the songs sync up together when you all start playing your instruments. And yeah. They'll all, they'll all start playing really... songs together, which is really neat. And so there's a lot of cool sh- But, man, I don't know what you do. If... if like, well... You just Why would you keep around. playing it? Yeah, like you, yeah. you get everybody together, play it once, and then like what brings you back the next time? I mean, yeah. Why? Why do I want to play this again? I, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, man. I I'm a little hesitant on it, and I was super hype on that game because I was like, oh man, I kind of got that feel where I was like, oh, people are gonna we're gonna get a bunch of group a group of friends. We're all gonna get on the ship. It's gonna be laugh riot. You know, this is gonna be a blast. You know, almost like that wow sort of thing, except instead it'll be pirates and it'll be bite size. That'll be perfect, right? Yeah. But there's no, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the end game of this thing is. I don't know what the progression is. You know, because even Destiny has like, there's a grind and there's missions and you're yeah. trying to do a thing and there's, it's not I mean, hard. there's definitely stuff to do, even if you have to do it over and over in Destiny. I mean, like there's this, yeah. like discrete activities. The other um, thing, too, yeah. is because the world is shared, which is great, right? Like, bumping into other pirate ships is cool, right? Yeah. But the problem is, is that if... And I wonder if this is why there's the progression kind of isn't there, is when you bump out other, other players that are good at Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. you just get destroyed. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is like you are not even you just get obliterated. Right. And right now it's fine. Cause everybody's terrible and whatever, but you can definitely see where it's like when you fight against somebody who's good, they're real good. And mm. it's bad times, you know, like there's a lot of factors that going into being good at the ship combat and good at, you know, that kind of thing. And man, I just don't, I don't know what there is. I, I don't, I don't see even a reason to get good. You know, it's it's strange. I I hope that thing is better than it. I hope there is a whole progression mission system that makes a ton of sense. And just some kind of superstructure for everything to fit into. I mean, and that very well may be coming, I guess. Currently, you know what it feels like is it feels like very much like No Man's Sky. I got to be honest, where No Man's Sky had a really neat sort of premise and it was like, oh, we made this thing and there's going to be tons of planets and whatever. Isn't that neat? And they said, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And then somebody seized on that idea and was like, this could be huge. Right. And then they yeah. just marketed the hell out of it forever and mm-hmm. made it. into. And now it's like, well, now it has to deliver on all this crap. And it's like, it's still mm-hmm. that thing where it's a planet generator yeah. I don't know. And, and so well, this is the funny thing about these games. It's where it's the disparity between what people think they want and what they actually want. Because when, right. like, you know, right before no man's sky came out, I mean, if you ask somebody, do you want a procedurally generated galaxy where you can tra- travel to any planet and look at you know any animal and this other, like everything is going to be completely unique. Everybody, you know, and they were, we were all kind of like, yeah, sign me up. This sounds like this is going to be great. And then it turns out that's not what anybody wants because it's super boring. <laughs> and like, if you don't have a, you know, kind of, you know, short, middle and long-term goals uh, within the game, 
uh, that somebody kind of has designed for you, uh, yeah, it's not a good time. It's uh, it's pretty much just flying around in empty space, not you know really knowing, you know why you're there or you know what to do in the next couple minutes. So yeah, but yeah, I mean it, it's what we think we want. Yeah, do I want to get drunk and do dumb pirate stuff with my friends? Yes, uh, but apparently that's not quite enough. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. I, I just hope there's more there. Is I do all too. I'll yeah. say. I, and they're hinting that there is, right? But No Man's Sky kind of did the same thing, if you remember, when they were like, because people were starting to put rubber to, you know, they were starting to put the screws to them a little bit before No Man's Sky released. And they were like, well, what do you actually do with this thing? And they were like, oh, well, you'll find, you know, out. You'll find yeah. out. And <laughs> it's going to be a secret. Yeah. And then the Sea of Thieves feels kind of the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, well, what do you do? Oh, well, we've got some surprises in store. It's like, do you? Is the surprise that there <laughs> is, the is nothing? There's no surprise. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, but I, I will say that production value wise, that game is incredible. It, it is everything hard, yeah. you want it to be. And mm-hmm. it is, but I don't see any content at all. So well, they're going to need to put something in there. Hopefully it's already there. You can eat bananas, though. You can eat bananas, and you can get super drunk. As many, yeah, get real drunk and eat bananas. Yeah, get I'm real in. drunk, it's, vomit everywhere. Yep, um, it sounds is, like college to me. Yeah, you can shoot cannonballs at each other, and I like I the mean, fact that you can actually get in the cannon and shoot yourself yeah. out of a cannon. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's everything okay. about it is great, except for what do you do? Whatever it is you yeah. do. So maybe they maybe it's in there and I just haven't seen it yet. So again, my time with it is very short. I've spent two three hours playing the thing. Yeah, and did they have a release date for the full version set yet, or do we know? Yeah, so it's March. Ooh, like coming up. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, it is. Yeah, March twentieth, and that will be on Xbox and PC. Yeah. So. <laughs> finally got that Xbox exclusive. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about last know, time. Yep. I hope that it's, uh, you know, the, their very structure is bad mm. because it's like, oh, yeah, it's an Xbox exclusive, but oh, yeah, but it's on Windows too. On, on Windows. Well, yeah. Well, Either then I'll are... just buy it on the PC. Okay. Well, I guess mm. I'll just let my Xbox sit there. <laughs> Not talking to your Kinect. Cool. Oh well. <laughs> um, it is one of those. So yeah, that, I played some Sea of Thieves. It's o- it's okay. Worth keeping uh, an eye on for sure. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. What else? Um, I've been. Um, this has been out for about a month. Um, and I'm working on an article about this, but it's a game called All Walls Must Fall. I saw that um, you were playing that. Um, yeah. That thing's been in like early access or something for a while right yep um most of last year i think um i can't remember exactly when um that uh, when they actually dropped on i I, could have looked this up absolutely but i didn't but um (laughs) anyway it came out uh of early access i think the 23rd of last month and um so this is uh are you familiar with invisible ink yep um that this is kind of in that vein uh, it's a turn-based tactics game. Um, it's uh, sort of, uh, but it has time manipulation elements. The setting is a future version of Cold War Berlin. 
and you are uh, trying to figure out how to prevent a massive atomic bomb from going off um, in the future. You kind of rewind time 10 hours and you're going through uh, gay nightclubs in Berlin. Um, it, so the setting's kind of interesting. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. And so there's, it's got this real, like, um, this sort of like very club, um, it's dark, thumping music, uh, kind of techno. And there's all kinds of people, you know, just milling, all kinds of dudes moving around and like, go, it's bars and dance floors and lights. And uh, in the meantime, you're trying to either find um, like informants or dead drops, defuse bombs. Um, it's really interesting. And um, anyway, I will have a uh, review up on this before too long, but I'm, I'm really digging it. It's a little on the shonky side. Um, it's by a company called In Between Games. Um, unfortunately, it does not like two monitor setups. Um, oh, tends no. to crash uh, on that, but it's working fine on my laptop, so that's good. Nice. But um, but worth checking out. I mean, the the time manipulation is real neat because what you can do is you can kind of um, uh, you'll you'll move your character through some of those like alarm squares you might remember from say like XCOM or Invisible mm -hmm. Ink. Yeah. Set off an alarm or a drone, and then move out, and then you can rewind the world kind of around you to the point where the alarm is not in a tripped state. So effectively you're phasing through, yeah. um, you know, but uh, the way they handle it is really interesting and you're kind of left to discover how to use these, um, these time abilities, which is, which is really cool. And it, I've had a hard time just getting my head around some of them, um, but discovering how they work um, can be really cool. And you can, Ultimately, you can accidentally unkill bad guys that you've killed, so you've got to be careful <laughs> about you that. Can rewind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. but so, it's interesting. I like it. Yeah, I got a. That was the one thing I, I was going to say. From the little bit I've seen it, it looks very similar to Invisible Ink. Um, yeah. You know that sort of isometric, top-down thing, which is a good thing. I loved Invisible Ink. That's a great game too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think. Um, this is in that vein. It's again, it's doing some of its own stuff. I think Invisible Ink ultimately was a more polished uh, product, but this has some uh, like just the fact that it chose to use this particular setting. I think is remarkable. Um, it, it looks, looks really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it so. looks awesome. So. Oh, and once you finished a combat encounter, it rewinds everything and then shows it to you in kind of semi real time. Oh, that's um, cool. Which makes everything look like an insane John Woo. Uh, sort of like yes. super hot. Yeah. Yes. That was oh, one thing I loved like super about hot. super hot. Is and it oh, even yeah. has, yeah, it even has some of like the environment. Not The characters are all like a 2D, like almost like comic book art. But then the environments look very much like super, art, uh, super hot with that sort of untextured polygonal sort of um, construction. Cool. So there's, you know, bullets are going through and shattering things and, um, uh, like there'll be like hundreds and the thing that's really neat is because all the um, characters are rendered in 2D uh, they can put hundreds and hundreds of them on the screen at once so like as soon as you start you know popping shots off in the club everybody just heads for the exits and uh, <laughs> it's it's just it's amazing so um, a, and that thing's cheap too yeah. it's like 10 bucks right I think so uh, I could pull it up really quick it yeah. is um well, I had it, but yeah, it's not, it's not it's, expensive yeah, at all. It's cheap. So, so cool. Uh, one of the lead designers, I think as soon as they, uh, they launched this game, um, he left, 
to go work at EA Dice. So oh, okay, um, good for him. Hopefully, yeah. so he's he's working on Anthem because that's what everybody is working on, right? <laughs> exactly. So hope, uh, let's hope that game is good. Oh man, I hope it is too. I've heard some very positive things coming out about that game regarding you know the the market shift in development and the getting away from certain bad ideas. Mm. Um, so apparently, they're the only cosmetics in Anthem are going to be co- you know cosmetic. You know, the only loot box type stuff, microtransactions will be cosmetic. Sure. Um, which that's, is, that's good. That's a good thing. So we'll see. If EA has I don't know. I, I want my Iron Man suit to look cool, so <laughs> yeah. probably get, they'll probably get my money anyway. Um, well, if uh, I can't have pink tiger stripes on my auto rifle, exactly. I'm going to be mad. You'll be able to have that stuff in PUBG pretty soon. Um, oh, Yeah. Because they released that, they talked about a dev, a dev roadmap for them. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, one of the things was cosmetics, you know, like mm-hmm. weapon cosmetics. Weapon and skins, and I think you're going to yeah. add emotes. The, yeah, the emotes, new, too. Yeah. They're just full-on Fortnite um, combat mode, which is, I mean, I guess it goes goes both ways, right? You steal our game, we'll steal your monetization strategy. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of down, but. Anyway, um, that's me. So I don't yeah. play any guys. I think that's all that I've been playing. So you, you yeah. see, thieves and and Vermintide are sort of dominating what I've been doing. Um, uh, in between in between releases right now. Kinda. Uh, I've got, yeah. Well, it's time to catch up, which is good. So. Yeah. Oh, but a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff getting announced. A lot yes. of stuff. A lot of stuff in the news. We do. Yeah. It sounds like a uh, segue to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just let's just get it out there. The big news story of the week. The Blops Four logo. Is yes. Fucking oh. awful. And oh my gosh! I can't seen. believe it. Uh. It's like they didn't even try. It's like just just put th- put one more in there. Just throw it out there. How do I, uh, how do <laughs> you know I what? How do numerals work? <laughs> so just like going to the black, if you know, hold on. Like, so there are going to be people that don't know what Blobs is. So there's Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops has been announced, and the next Call of Duty game is, is Black Ops 4. And they released the logo for it. And it is the same shield logo, just with another hash. Um, yeah. Yep. I mean, quite possibly the absolute laziest graphic design that I've ever seen. <laughs> Not uh, yet. Kind I of mean, phoned in a little bit. Uh, uh, almost, I could have made that logo 100%. <laughs> um, so, do like for five, are they just going to do the diagonal across? I, no, they're I just going to put another one on there. Or they just, mean, they're just going to continue to divide it up into they more. They can't yeah. go, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just so eventually going to look like a, a barcode scanner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep putting hash, t- hash yeah, marks put on another, there. Put another tag on there. Yep. I swear they good. stole that from somebody's like Deviant Art page or something. Yeah, they're like, whoa. <laughs> well, you know, when, some when guy on Reddit was the... like, oh man, they should make Black Ops Four and put it up there. And ta-da. The, the logo was at first. Uh, I think when people saw it, they was like, this is a joke, right? Like nobody thought they were serious, but they were. <laughs> they were serious. They were serious. <laughs> they're, so they're super serial. Super cereal. Yeah, super yes. cereal. Um, so yeah, that thing sucks. But hey, I <laughs> I liked Black Ops and I thought it was a good game. I've liked all of those. I 
I'm a closet kind of Call of Duty fan. I, I'll be, I'll say, like, I've played a fair bit of Call of Duty. I actually yeah. kind of like the campaigns. I think yeah, the campaigns are fun. A good time. Um, yep. I played I'm Advanced not a huge... Warfare last, I think, and that was fun. Yeah, I love the the future ones, like Advanced Warfare and I, was it Infinite Warfare? I think. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I liked both of those. I thought they were good. Space um, God. Yeah, they're not exactly. Really yeah, God and Space Force. And Black Ops, I thought getting weird, you know, is a good idea. I don't know what they do with it now, though. I mean, they've that story's been some weird places. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they go with with Black yeah. Ops Four. But I'm down. You know, I'll play it. Um, I won't at all play it online because that's a nightmare. That's a that's a lifestyle that I'm just not ready to to take on. It's kind of how I feel too. I'm just bad, and like I, I don't know how to play online COD, and it's like you said, that's what. If you play that game, that's what you play. Yeah, exactly. I just don't. So the last time that I was good at a Call of Duty, it was Call of Duty World at War. There you um, go. And it was a World War II shooter, and it was simple, and you know I just got in the tank and killed everyone, and that was good. <laughs> so yeah, now it's like, ooh, I don't know. There's like jumping and walls, like uh, you know. I played Titanfall 2 and Titanfall, and I really like the campaigns of those, but the idea, when I tried to play it, I was like, oh, this game is great. I want to play this online. And then you get in there, and you're like, oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's a whole nother skill level. I'm, yeah, I'm too old. I, those, I'm just too old to play those online, yeah. unfortunately, because I love them. Titanfall and Titanfall 2 were, um, yeah, some of my favorites in the last couple of years, and, man, I just cannot compete online at all. Yeah, you try to you try to get on there, and those people swinging around with that grappling hook and, like, skidding off walls and stuff and it's like oh yeah and they pick uh, you off like from a, like 400 meters and like it's just yeah. Yeah. they're like flying through the air headshotting you with a sniper yeah. rifle and you're like oh it's impressive but I, it's not fun I, I have it's a the, you're being murdered by the Cirque du Soleil it's terrible yeah. yeah it really it's exactly like that you know you're like trying to find the button that reloads your gun and you've been exactly. killed four times I mean how do I switch uh, web oh I'm dead what oh, I'm dead I'm dead again so uh, but I'll play it. I'm down. I'm down for some blops. Another game that I will 100% play because I loved the first one. They they announced Division 2. They Hell did. Yeah. We Div- called it. We called it. We did. That's so funny. Because, I mean, I, was, was I said it. I was like, <laughs> they got to make another one. They got to they gotta do something different. You know, they got to yeah. cut ties with the last one. And they straight up said, you know, we're going to do a different one. Yeah. Did they say any? Oh, so they said some a little bit of details on it. They have, they said, have they been pretty tight. Released a logo that said the division two. It's just the division with a two, and okay. like they said uh, <laughs> they they did acknowledge it. I think this was last Wednesday, but uh, mostly what they, I mean, they were, they're saying that they're going to say more at E three. That's about all we oh. know. Yeah, so it's their, it's going to be their E three thing. Yeah, right? you're going to get another one of those fancy videos like they did, you know, many years ago with the yeah. division where. It's going to be like a drone flying over everything. You're going to see, mm-hmm. you know, people talking to each other. It's going to be just like the Anthem video that we had last year. Where yeah. it was yep. like, oh, hey, hey, Bob. Oh, how you doing today? Let's go <laughs> do this mission. Okay, cool. Oh, right where it's all canned. Uh, oh, yeah. it's like so the, bad. The dialogue, it's canned yeah, banter back and forth. Oh, yeah. my God. Everybody's so talking super tactically and not using racial slurs and things. Exactly. Yeah, uh, this yeah. isn't real. Uh, I would love for them the to online make, experience. I would love for them to make one of those for PUBG. You know, like what is the, oh. you know, what is the playing experience in PUBG in canned? Yeah, 
Eight, yeah, three, let's like put a bunch four. of marketers on the on the PUBG plane and see what they say to each other. And I'm see sure what they say to very Hey nice friends, who's going where? Yeah. I'm going to the school. Hope nobody else does. Tee hee. <laughs> um, like, get yeah, I immediately muted that game's audio. That's the oh, first okay. step in setting up PUBG is to turn off the global voice chat because yeah. otherwise you're just going to be listening to the howling evil dark soul of the yeah. internet. It's those awesome. are the people. So bad. Yeah, yeah, the people that leave that chat on. Those are the people you don't want to be friends with. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Um, yeah. That's the first question I ask people. I'm like, hey, do you leave the chat on in PUBG? And if they say yes, then I just walk like, away. Yeah, just call the police them. immediately. Yeah. Sorry. I gotta uh, go. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta. I got somewhere to be. <laughs> Not allowed to hang out with evil. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yep. Can't be corrupting myself this way. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's but, yeah. but man, I'm down for that game. I loved loved the first one, and I tried to get back into it a while ago because the online got real bad with cheaters, and then they apparently solved that sort of. Um, and then the DLC just made that game great. But those games, man, they're very similar to an MMO where you sort of leave them, and then you you come back and you're that Gandalf meme, and it's like I have, yeah. I have yeah. no recollection of this place. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what do my guns do? You know exactly. And I, and I think I, a lot of know, people. Oh, well, I was going to say a lot of people. I think are going to be super surprised at the announcement of a sequel because uh, you know after it came out, there's some kind of middling reviews, and people were like, "This game sucks," and then ignored it. But it's just been steadily growing since then and getting better. So, um, you know, we had some comments over on the site like, you know, what? Why are they making a division two? It's like, well, because they sold 20 million copies of this game. Exactly. So, like, it's uh, it's pretty much going to be coming. And, it, I mean, again, like, all the, there's a ton of criticism to be heaped on that game. But underlying, there was a really sweet game in there. I yeah. mean, it was super fun to play and... You know, the gunplay was great, and it, it, it was like this strange mixture of Gears and sort of uh, Destiny that was just yeah. perfect. I mean, it, it it wasn't Gears, because I don't know if you've ever tried to play Gears multiplayer, but it is Ugh. a strange, <laughs> weird That's thing a weird that, game. Yep. that makes no sense, and you have no yeah. idea how it works. It's like, why do I... These guys are floating in between things and rolling around on the ground. It's just something strange, but but um, there's something about that game that just worked. And man, uh, uh, the idea of them making a second one and being able to so to go and learn from the first one. Yeah, uh, I mean they'll be starting from a really good place with this. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. and the tech was gourd. That game is beautiful, and mm-hmm. it's the yeah, idea it's, of them making another one. Oh man. I can't even imagine. I worry a little just because I know that the first game, uh, I mean, optimizations obviously happened since it came out, but I mean, the bottleneck for the division two or the the first division was uh, console hardware. And I know that when it came out, you know, one of the big problems was it was pretty creaky on a PlayStation four and Xbox one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. We're probably not going to get blown away. I don't think with this next one, but, um, I mean, it'll still look good because this one, it certainly did. And that was an yeah. incredible PC version too. That game looks incredible. Well, it looks amazing on the PC. On PC, if you have everything cranked up, it is gorgeous. And I posted a screenshot not that long ago on Twitter, and my friend uh, saw it. He was like, "Hey, is that Chinatown?" I was like, "Oh damn!" Well, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in a video game. Yeah. 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 
I mean, I, I also am curious, you know, there's been a lot of people made these, but like, where is it? Is it in New York again? What do you guys think? Like, do they put it in New York? I mean, I, I mean, New York I was pretty so. messed up at the end of the first game. Like, you know, oh, was it? Well, yeah. I mean, because the premise of the first game is like gangs have taken over, you know, plague ridden New York. Um, That's true. Yeah, yeah. it's so pretty much. Yeah, escape from New York. Dying. Snake and, Plissken has been called. Yeah, nice. so yeah. everything is just destroyed, and it's real dirty New York. So yeah. is it just dirtier? You know, I think they, they said <laughs> on New York, like, are they going to just put it in dirtier New York? And um, so I, I wonder, do they move it to a different city? You know, is it a a more? Well, I mean, you could go. I mean, they've they've. It's only a slice of Manhattan, so I mean, I guess they could. It's like the Division Two in Queens or something like I don't know. Yeah, spread it <laughs> out. Yeah, move it around. I, I don't think they do that. I would really like to see them go to a completely different setting, but I mean, um, I don't know. It I don't know how that works. I don't think with, they you know, go the outside. Cover-based. I don't think they go. You know, like oh, you know, outdoorsy. It's still got to be a city, right? Yeah, um, right. They just go to Newark, New Jersey, across the bay. <laughs> just go to. New- it's Jersey yeah. this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's got real. Oh, that would be so dumb. I would like to see a new set, but again, yeah, like you, I feel like the division worked a lot because of the very grid-based layout that Manhattan is in, you know, where you, and you've got yeah. those like those the, the streets and avenues. Um, I don't know. I mean, what if they do like a like a super city like uh, like Seoul or. Yeah, Singapore or, or like, oh, yeah, that'd be like, cool. Or that'd be Tokyo pretty cool. Or something like, yep. just huge buildings and you know, I'd be down for Tokyo for sure. Something like that. I yeah. my guess is it's probably just New York again, but it would be interesting if they went somewhere else, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'll down be, for. I'm, I'm definitely down for more division. Uh, but down. yeah, well, here's another thing too. Another thing about the division is uh, the winter setting. Like what happens oh, when you, yeah. if you get out of that? Like, do, do you? Uh, yeah, the weather was kind of a big, you know, factor in that game, especially with the DLC and the survival mode. Um, so I, I don't know what if, they. Uh, I wonder if what if they go? What if they did? Hold on, I've Uh-oh. got it. I hold up, I got it, guys. Okay. What if they put it in Seattle? There you go. And it rained all the time. Okay. Perfect. I'd be down. And that Nailed was it. it. That was it. It just rained all the time. Just constantly and, monsoon and raining. Because, yeah. I mean, in the division, it's snowing all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's always snowing in various things. So they just do, do Seattle, and it's always raining. Boom. I think that'd be pretty cool. You're welcome. You look up and see Mount Rainier and the Space Needle. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Send me my check. Yeah. I'm there you go. Be soft. I'll take a, an individual copy, and yes. that'll work. So. <laughs> I'll be down. I I love the division. So, um, <laughs> anything else in news wise? It's been kind of a you know sort of a slow week. I know yeah. real world news are really ramping Ooh, up, but yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's leave that alone. Well, I'm not ready. <laughs> um, but I mean nothing else, right? Like I guess we're coming up on. People are starting. To, there's starting to be some positive buzz about way out, right? Oh Where yeah, sort of. That's super kind of looking out. forward to that. I really want to um, check that out too. Yeah. Yep. Despite the idiot going on, you know, yeah, and it was just a little exuberant. He was yeah. having a good time. Yeah, maybe and, maybe and a bashing an, and bashing an maybe. entire industry. You know, it's no right. Deal. Yeah, um, this yeah. is what happened when you get drunk on TV. Right. Yeah. 
They're gonna put Fortnite on. Uh, or they're gonna put Fortnite on mobile. I don't yeah. understand that at all. I, I totally signed up for that beta just because I just want to see it for myself. But I'm not. I'm not hoping for the best. For so that one, PUBG think, beat him there. There's already a mobile version of PUBG. Uh, yeah, out in uh, China, I think. Yeah, and apparently it's bad, but I've never. Yeah, I've never I don't see how it couldn't be. Like it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to play battle royale on your phone. Like I mean, all touch screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm. I'm oh, so, oh, you know what? Smash Brothers is coming out. We didn't talk about that. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. So oh, they announced yeah. they the announced Nintendo Smash Direct. Brothers. That was the you big guys, news. You guys, Smash Brothers fans, you play some Smash Brothers? I could. I could never get into it. It's I. I, it's like a game that I think I should love. Like, on paper, it sounds awesome. But every time I pick it up, destroyed. Even in single player. Like, I can't I can't wrap my head around that game. Yeah, the only context that I've played it in is much like your weekend getaway, uh, Benzin. Where everybody's a few beers in, I'm at somebody else's house. I've never played the game before. Yeah. And it's fun, but I don't understand what's happening. I, yeah. <laughs> There, Smash Brothers is again like a life. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle. Right? Yep. Like it is. It I is think fighting of, games in general are kind of like. This. Oh yeah. Almost I mean, not. Yes. Yes and no. I, I think there's a little bit of to that, but I mean, I think Smash Brothers is a little more so, it, which is weird because it's kind of the casual one, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely what Nintendo wants it to be, is the casually one. But the problem is, whenever you get a group of friends together and you try to play Smash Brothers, there's one guy. Oh, that yeah. actually <laughs> knows how to play. There you yeah. go. And uh, it's not fun at all. You no. know, nobody has any fun. It's kind of like Rocket League, although Rocket League scales a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But you know how you you get like, you know, four or five guys and you're, you know, oh, we're going to play Rocket League. And then one guy, it's like the pale flying through yeah. the air. and like I'm just going to stay in the air this entire game. 360 <laughs> no-scoping the ball. and Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he plays good. with a keyboard, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I get you now. I see what you're you're up to. Yeah. Um, I feel like Smash Brothers is that way. So yeah. that's what's always kind of driven me away from it. Um, but, I, I mean, like that's – like Smash Brothers, but – legit exciting for everybody who's you know the Nintendo oh, yeah. fans and the smash fans i mean they're you know they were very happy to hear that so congratulations sure. we're That's happy cool. for you even though we don't yeah. understand you oh and and i would say that this is the other big piece of news that um people mentioned valve's gonna make games again Ooh, oh yes God. yep yeah so but valve says we're making games again boys and everybody's like, "Yay!" And then they announce what they're making. It's well, artifacts. I mean, he says they got a bunch of games, right? Like he yeah. said, you know, and I'm quoting. I'm lifting directly from the Polygon story. Great website, Polygon.com. You should go and read their their news coverage. Also, they have. We're just talking about this before the cast. They basically write articles about everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, you know, he kind of said it, that they were jealous of companies like Nintendo. Wow. And, and how Nintendo makes things. And he's like, we're trying to do that. You know, we're going to do it. Aren't they like up the street from each other? Yeah. I'm sure they're I not. I think they're too. relatively or, close to each other. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, go hang out with Reggie Philomene. Yeah, go. Yeah. Can you imagine Gabe and Reggie? <laughs> oh, my God. I want to be in that room. I want to imagine like Reggie like towering over him. And, yes. You should have made people buy the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you? You know. Just, just full he, of anger and 
Fury. I can't remember who I was talking to, but someone said Gabe doesn't bullshit. Like, if he says that he's making something that's revolutionary, then it's probably revolutionary. And I'm like, yeah, I buy that. I got, yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to whatever. What is it called? Artifact? Yeah, and he promised they're also making a single player, like, real game. Like, Mm. they're not making, like, it is a real thing. Yeah. You know, so. um, Half Life 3 confirmed. Well, he always says like we're not gonna do no. Uh, classic you think it's gonna be at a, at a E3? No. Do they do E3? No, not they really. They don't need. To. I mean, they don't need to. They have the biggest platform. They own the, the platform. Yeah. yeah. They Big slap game. it up on the homepage and say, "Hey, look hey, at our exactly. game. Look at this. Yeah. Hey, it's out. Buy look it. Out. Out. <laughs> Buy it. Uh, but yeah, it can't be Half Life, and it, no. Half Life like Half Life can never happen again. It just nope. won't. Yeah. Never, so it's never happening again. So. Um, you know what? I'll play Artifact when it comes out. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? A little. This is also Valve news. I think that's a good thing. I mean, just kind of running off the Valve thing. Like, I think that's a good thing. It's cool that they're actually saying because I think there's been a lot of talk around the internet, especially this year for some reason. I don't really mm-hmm. know why that Valve doesn't make games anymore. They don't do right. this, you know. And for him to come out and say, "No, we do. We're focusing on it. You know, we're we're getting back to it." And he said specifically, "We're getting back to it." So he sort of admitted that they yeah. haven't been. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. I mean, a few years where they've really been just managing. I mean, sort of just running off the ecosystems created by Team Fortress and Dota too, especially. I think Counter Strike. I shouldn't. Uh, oh yeah. You know, neglect that, and that's been working fine. I mean, the international is, by all accounts, a just phenomenally successful tournament. Um, yeah. That- and just but, to, just yeah. to sort of run off of that, so they also announced this is another piece of Valve news. They also announced that they're doing a subscription service for Dota. Um, oh yeah! So this is actually a great idea, and as a league player, I would love this thing. So they basically will charge you like four bucks a month, and you can get you know if you buy a bunch, you'll get it cheaper. You know, so you can buy it six or twelve months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So instead of the battle pass, which is like the thing you buy every, you can buy it in a little bit, but it has like um, sort of a progression system built into it, um, sort of like Heroes of the Storm has. And uh-huh. then it also has um, helper stuff called Plus, where it's basically, if you've ever played a, a, any of those MOBAs, there's always a website that has like, these are the talents you should take, and these mm-hmm. are the items, and here's why. And it's a, like a huge analytics thing. Um, that's a big part of League. So they're basically building that into Dota. And if you pay four bucks, you have access to it. So right. it'll be just overlaid over the game. Sure. So like these are the items you should buy. These are the talents or whatever. Uh, I don't play Dota, so I don't either, cool but idea. it seems like they've made that like economy work. Yeah, but um, that's a big change so for Valve, right? It is because they don't yep. do subscriptions. So no. um, So it'll be interesting to see how this like ripples out, you know, within the player base. Yeah, um, do, does that mean they're going to add subscriptions back to Steam, you know? Because um, mm. I don't think Steam does subscription-based billing currently. I don't think That's so. interesting. You know, I think you, so if you buy something that is subscription every month, right? Like you are buying it and then subscribing to the subscription in Some third party. party. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. So if you were to buy, you know, some sort of weird MMO that had a $10 a month subscription... Uh, yeah, you couldn't actually pay for it through Steam. I don't think. I think that's yeah. true. I like um, you, like you'd you'd have a launcher, 
like with like Nexon or, or something like that games and then yeah you'd probably hook up your subscription on their site or something that yeah be interesting. I could be that, I could be, be completely wrong that does like, sound I mean, accurate be, though so I mean if you're wrong I'm wrong too because yep. that's yeah. what I think <laughs> we could be we'll we'll be wrong together all right so no. yeah that's that's the most of the news that I can think of anything else that we didn't talk I about? could hit on it's definitely uh everything we have written down and more yeah, so uh, there's some upcoming stuff, but, uh, you know, we've got one thing I want. So we'll, we'll breeze through the upcoming games because we've talked about them a couple times. Still the same stuff. Sea mm-hmm. of Thieves, Nino no Kuni 2, Burnout Paradise. Um, all those are coming out. Far Cry 5. Yep. Um, we're looking forward to those. But we got some listener questions this week. Sweet. Oh, yeah. The first, hopefully, of many. Yep. Um uh, we had questions for. Thank you so much for the questions. You can give those to us in the Discord, or you can send them to an email. And that email is questions at vgwam.com, vgwam.com, um, and we'll answer them badly, <laughs> um, but we will answer them. So, I think the, the one that I'm interested in first. Do you want to? Actually, I'll paraphrase this because I just wrote a bunch of nonsense in the comment. Um, so, Big Maki asked, when are they going to make driving games that are good? Why do I hate the Forza series so much? Why does Need for Speed sucks or suck so much? Is Burnout Paradise actually going to be good again? Like, what's going to happen to driving games? Um, Man. So, uh, you know, I'm going to, Jermaine, what do you think? What are they going to do with these drivers? That is a a thick and loaded question. Um, I think, so for me, the reason why I enjoy driving games, let's say Xbox 360, PS3, PS2 era, is because those were the games that made your system shine. Like, those games look amazing. Yes, they were fun to play. Um, you had your split seconds. You had your blurs. You had your burnouts. They were fun to play. I think I just... I think I'm burned out on driving games in general. Like, you can only look at a beautiful car in Forza 3 or Horizon so many times before you just get bored, personally. Like, I no longer... I used to be way into driving games, but now it's just... I'm like, eh. Uh, I could go play Vermintide. It looks it looks good. It's fun. There's a level like there's leveling up. So the thing that I think would make maybe make me get back into driving games is some type of and this is of course the catchphrase, but an RPG element added to a driving game. If I had a level that was going up, if I was getting loot for my car, I'd probably be into it. I mean, that's kind of what like Need for Speed Underground that's, and stuff did, right? That's oh, what is I'm thinking. it? Yeah. And, and so they kind of do that, then. but the problem is it's it's not very It seems fun. like it was handled real badly. <laughs> like, it's just not good, you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's um, a lot of things. I think you touched on a big one, which I think is the they're, they're a system seller. Like, they're, they push the hardware, mm-hmm. but I don't think the pushing the hardware matters as much as it used to. We're no. not seeing the massive jumps in between gens, you exactly. know? Um, we're not, you know, and everything else also looks pretty good now. Like, you right. can't, I mean, it sucks because, like, why would you, I mean, if you like driving games, you like driving games, you don't need to play The Witcher 3, but 
if the Witcher three looks as good as like, like you're not getting the wow factor, um, right? With a, you know, with a uh, Forza quite as much as you maybe used to in the 360 and PlayStation three generation. Because I think I think you're totally right with that one, Jermaine. Because, um, but the other thing is too that I feel like the sim elements are um, maybe not that interesting. And I'm thinking that, um, well, you know, Burnout Paradise is coming out again, um, and I want to play that because that game is just a lot of fun to play, and it's super arcadey, not yep. very simmy. You're just driving through, like you're busting down billboards and having cool crashes and stuff. That's much more appealing to me right now than a hardcore sim right yeah me too but i here's the thing and i'm gonna i'm gonna speak some sacrilege here probably but like are you really gonna play a lot of burnout when it comes back out like are you really gonna be like oh i'm gonna sink 50 hours into burnout paradise like no i know i'm not like yeah i I could see myself not maybe maybe not 50 but probably 30 you gonna dump some some time into burnout yeah but why I'm trying to think like it's it's almost like the shared. I think what makes burnout good is that it. it yeah, I think you kind of hit on it. Is it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh because no! I think serious driving is like a thing. I mean, I get that there's people that do that, and there's the if same you care thing about with, that, then you do absolutely. Yeah, yeah, right. and, they're, and they're like, they're, it's kind of like I, I look at it like airplane sims, mm-hmm. where airplane sims like there's a level of airplane sim where it's like yeah this is just like the plane but that's not fun you've got your hands-on throttle and stick set up and pedals down under your desk and yeah you're that's not cool you know i'd rather play ace combat you know me personally but exactly um i think burnout the thing that made it good was like the shared experience and i feel like it was one of the few that kind of did that well oh for sure let's get a crew you know and drive around and I Did think. you play either? You play it on 360. Yeah. I've yes. Do you do you remember that feature they had? If you had a vision camera, like soon as you hit, you soon as you got crashed by another enemy or a friend, it would snap a picture of your yes. reaction. Yeah, yep. Great. That shit was awesome. You would <laughs> like, see like this horrible like troll of a dude like in a room. Oh my god! On his, like couch and <laughs> poorly lit just, basement yeah, like, couch. Oh yeah. god, so yeah. good. <laughs> and then yeah, people just... realize what was happening, so they'd be like, oh, I'm about to get crashed into. Let me make a funny face. Or occasionally you get the dick pic. But yeah. besides that, it was, it was a good feature. It was funny. And, like, I feel like that's what they've sort of missed. Right? Yeah. Like they, they need to lean into that more. But I feel like. Lean into the fun. But the, yeah, is there the space to is, innovate is... in this, you know, yeah. genre? And yeah. it feels there. like, I don't know. You know what? I mean, I'm not making the like game, is... you know, it's like. Clearly, you know who, because I don't have these ideas, but yeah, you know who kind of maybe has hit on it is H1Z1, and we haven't talked oh, yeah. about this yet. But H1Z1 put a car mode into oh, it. It was like yeah. a King of the Hill great. car mode. Yeah, yeah. And you get like four dudes in a car, and like you just drive around, and you dying doesn't matter. All that matters is the the car still runs. Yeah. and you uh-huh. just drive around shooting each other. But they're the doing cars. like all kinds of like crazy spy hunter shit. Like you can put down like, uh, yeah. like oil slicks and, um, and it's just it's again it's it's one guy driving and three idiots hanging out the windows just shooting yeah. AK-47s. At, yeah, I mean it's it's insane. We should so, actually yeah. probably take a look. We at probably that should play, play that. Play yeah, that sounds pretty but, fun. <laughs> but um, that's what I'm looking for in a driving. Yeah. And and otherwise, I think you know what I think is closest to what I want it to be is probably Horizon. 
Um, if you played Forza Horizon, Horizon is really close to being that game that you were just talking about, which is you want like progression and kind of like RPG elements mm-hmm. and missions, right. but not for it to be like Gran Turismo, you know? Yeah. You want to like drive around and crash your car and it doesn't matter and like exactly. goofy stuff. Horizon is almost there. It's just it's it's riddled with a bunch of bullshit currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it actually kind of got worse this year, I think. But that game can't, is real close to being fun. But I also think there's maybe some merit to saying that culturally, like cars are not what they used to be. I think oh, yeah, that's sure. exactly what I was thinking. It just the cars kind of aren't cool anymore. Yeah, like, kids- do we drive too much? Is that the issue? No, I think it's like eventually, like we're gonna bump into a bunch of people who've never driven. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know, yeah. and that's and definitely so gonna happen. You're gonna have people who were born in 2000 that maybe never drive cars, which is yeah. insane. It's know, nuts. But I mean, like, when vehicle. was the last time you heard somebody bragging about their Camaro or something? Right? I mean, like, it just doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> it just doesn't happen anymore. Just like oh, you have a car. Because of my job, which I probably will share in like episode 100. <laughs> uh, this shit happens a lot unfortunately <laughs> okay well i i there's a, a lot of people talk about their cars which is really weird that's the only spot it happens is at my job and it's because i'm in a unique position where i work at sure i work in daytona i'll just say that you put the two pieces together. <laughs> there you yeah go. there you go yeah, yeah. but uh other than that yeah nobody brags about their cars it just i think seems there's to a be cultural thing a, there absolutely you know, yeah where like when we were kids you know the cars were cool Hell yeah. Ferraris yeah. were cool, you know. Hot they, Wheels and Micro Machines. Absolutely. They put them in action movies and stuff, and it was like, man, Ferraris. I mean, like that scene in Bad Boys 2 where Will Smith has oh that Ferrari God. or with a so Lamborghini good. or whatever that thing is, and he's like zooming around on that bridge is amazing, yeah. right? But like now, does that work as well? I don't know. I don't feel like, yeah. I mean, the, they're the still car making, isn't as important. Anyway. It's yeah, you not, got yeah. Fast and Furious still, but. You do, but I feel like the cars have kind of been. But I don't you, know. I have not watched the Fast and Furious movie lately. But even but Fast and the Furious. Like they just don't. Yeah, they're kind of backgrounded a little bit. They're not yeah. the stars of the show They've anymore. They've realized that the cars are not what yeah. the good part is. The, the exactly. good part is the ridiculous story that they constructed. Yeah. Yep. Um, which, actually, if you haven't watched Fast and Furious movies, we should I need to get caught up on those. You I, need it's to watch definitely. They're, they're real dumb fun. Oh, yeah. Real, no, real I mean, dumb I, and real good. That's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, that's what I would say is I think driving games are, are they're in a bad spot, and I yep. don't know that it's going to take somebody doing something real weird. Yep. You know, and somebody's uh, going to do it. Or like, like is it Horizon. awesome to drive around? Like, oh, Elon Musk made electric cars. You now it's, like you don't put that in the. It's <laughs> not like fun to. That doesn't translate to being an awesome game. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. <clears throat> so, yeah. So anyway, yep. so uh, thanks for the question. Appreciate that. Also, um, I love your username. Just yeah. <laughs> so, uh, another question. So, could you read? How much, Jermaine? Can you read the question that actually came in from two different people? They asked the same oh, wow. question. Can you read this first question here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, this question comes in from J. Rowe and Shotgun Surgeon. Why do gamers keep throwing piles of money at mindless rehashes? And he specifically referenced in the Discord. His his question was quite long, so we're paraphrasing. But he, Mass Effect was one that he referenced. Assassin's Creed was another. Um, you know, these endless sequels. Like, why do people? Mm. Why do oh, they man. I, it, 
I, I mm. other people I don't know. Like I used to be that dude. I bought every Assassin's Creed up until the pirate one, I think. Mm. Um, I bought all the Mass Effects except for the last one because I really enjoy Mass Effect, and I'm not going to tarnish that memory. <laughs> um, I it's, I guess you're just used to it. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, I think there's maybe some, like there's some comfort in knowing. Like an established franchise. Well, we just talked about the latest Fast and Furious movie. I mean, it, right. same kind of deal, right? Like, this is some. This is at least partially a known quantity. So, uh, I had fun last time. I'll probably have fun this time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, I it would be awesome if everybody got on the wavelength. I think we're on is, I don't think we're afraid to try new stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you do play new stuff, like what was it like? Uh, like. What's uh what remains of Edith Finch? That's a game I would have never touched, but everyone, including the podcast, told me I should play it, and I'm halfway through it, and it's great, like disturbingly great. Like I can't believe I streamed that game because I was like, uh, I need to cut this off, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> uh, I feel vulnerable right now, but I don't. Yeah, I can't. Mindless rehashes. Ugh. I feel like it's also a matter of what's available. Um, when it, so it's a risk, I think, on both, you know, consumer and producer's end, you know, to try to come up with new IP or to spend money on new IP mm-hmm. um, from the, you know, uh, publisher standpoint. It's like, look, we have something like Vermintide. It worked really well last time. Let's do it again. Or the division. Um, and it's risky, you know, like just because of the cost proposition of like making, developing a new IP. I mean, if this falls on its face, then conceivably this studio could go bankrupt, right? Like. That's and true. then if you're, you know, uh, average uh, gamer, then, um, you know, $60 on something that you don't really know whether or not you'll like probably is a little iffier than $60 on something you're pretty sure is like you've already had a good experience with. Right. So, I mean, I feel like that's what the marketing, you know, is involved. Like, why would you buy continuous, like, I don't know, like yearly sequels? Who knows? But again, I feel like there's just that um, that sense of security to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's risk, you know, like yep. indie developers are willing to take risks. Right. Because they don't have a built in audience. They don't have a huge marketing. Yep. So when they exactly. hit, they've got to hit, you know, like it's got to be new. They've got to stand out. So they're willing to take those risks. And yeah, there's just a different know, set of incentives. Yeah. Yeah. And a company like somebody like Activision or EA, like they have there is no incentive for them to do that. The incentive is make the thing that we made already mm-hmm. because the people that bought the last one will buy this one too. Yeah. And, and they've uh, got all kinds of data to support that. And um, this is how they structure their budgets on a you know yeah, yearly, three yearly, five yearly basis. And if you think about it, that's, that's the way sort of all products work is, you know, you don't buy the, the new model of car the first year that it comes out people don't do that. yeah exactly you know they buy mm-hmm. the honda civic that's been around for 20 30 years or whatever you know but then you run know, into situations like and i just thought of these two games because i'm trying to think what new ip came out and just flopped hard first one that came to mind was battleborn mm-hmm. um and i heard mixed things about that game some people loved it a lot of people hated it and maybe because of that word of mouth, they just didn't go out and buy it. So that's why it flopped. And then the other one, which I didn't play, and it never looked fun to me, but Lawbreakers. Uh, oh, yeah. The Bees game. Mm-hmm. That one, like, was 
horribly received by everyone. I don't even know. I remember there was one point where uh, on a bad day, PUBG one day had more people playing that game than the entire run of Lawbreakers. Yeah. yeah. Which is, well, but, geez. But again, we'll look at what you're comparing. Is like you're looking yeah. at like the PUBG guy, you know, he had no, like there's no risk. You know, for yeah. him, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I make this thing and I've made a couple mods. Like, let's get right. rural, you know, and That's and true. so he does that. And then other stuff like, I mean, even Vermintide's a sequel, if you think mm-hmm. about yep. it. You know, they yeah. knew that they didn't go out and make a different game. They made exactly. Vermintide yeah. too because they knew how to make it. And, and there's knowledge of you can kind of put, oh, we have devs that worked on the previous game and they're easy to just port over to this one and they have a knowledge of the subject matter and things like that. I mm-hmm. I think what I would say is that the onus is on us to reward the companies that are willing to take risks That's and true. not punish them as hard as we do. Um, right. yep. You know, like say, I, I'm going to use a, an example that I, I don't think will come true, but it's possible, is what if Cyberpunk comes out you know the new CD Projekt Red game, and it's terrible, and wow. it, it is way different than Witcher. And they mm-hmm. take a bunch of like really interesting ideas, and and they go places with it, and but it just doesn't work. Right. Like, it's important that we still give it a go. That we don't, you know, smash them for that. And then we, mm-hmm. what we should be smashing is things like Mass Effect Andromeda. You know, Ugh. where where they beat something into the ground and drained yeah. the soul from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the industry did that, right, with Mass Effect. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as long as that continues, I, I think the industry is sort of, in a weird way, I think this is starting to self-correct in a strange way. Because I think that if you look at especially the last year or two, they've realized that franchises cannot exist the way that they have in the past. They want IP, but they know that they can't run the same IP forever. So they want a run, but they don't want a run like Call of Duty. You're not going to see Call of Duties anymore, I don't think. Oh, no. I don't think you're going to see Assassin's Creed's anymore, where they go 10 entries in a series. and and, I think what you're going to see is entries like The Witcher, where there'll be a game... And then maybe another one, and then maybe another one, and then they'll be done. And they'll be like, right. okay, we're fin-. And then obviously the little spin off or whatever, the card game thing. And then they'll be like, it's time for us to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. You know? I think you're also going to see more of uh, more developers trying to emulate the success that Ubisoft's had with uh, Rainbow Six and oh, yeah. now the Division, where it's you know one game that they support over a longer period of time yep. with additional paid content, but you know not turning out a sequel every year or two. Um, yeah. Where, yeah, like I think, like I, we've mentioned, Rainbow Six, they want to make it a 10 year game or more. Um, so I think that's probably something that we'll be seeing more of just because of the, I mean, it is phenomenally expensive to develop stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and I also um, think, like, in a weird way, we're starting to see that sort of come to its failure. Is it, it's, it's grown, those, those franchises have gotten to the point where they can't succeed. Mm-hmm. That there is no win for Final Fantasy, right? Like making a, because I would argue that, I mean, and a lot of people will dispute this point, even though uh, Final Fantasy 15, the the end of it is not very good and whatever. Like Final Fantasy 15 is a great thing, right? Yeah. It is like a new, interesting direction for that game. But you know what? 
I don't think that's a win. It's actually not performed well for them. That's why they're putting all this money into this PC port, right? Like they're trying to. There's, I mean, after a 10 plus year development cycle, there's no way they were ever going to make their money. It it was never going to win. And the problem is, is they, they're locked in. They don't have a choice. Like Final Fantasy 15 has to be that. It can't be smaller. It has to be bigger than the last one. It has to be better. It has to be, you know, and they just build and build. And and I think Call of Duty is doing the same thing. Like it's impossible Mm. to, you can't make a better Call of Duty anymore. We've made 15 of them, you know, like Mm. what do we do? And, you know, we tried future stuff and everyone hated it, you know, and Mm -hmm. the problem, what they need to do is just stop making freaking Call of Duties, you know, and take a break. Yeah. Take a break, take a break and, and, and that worked great for Assassin's Creed by all accounts. Uh, I, I haven't played Origins, but um, you know, taking a year and a half off or whatever um, since uh, Syndicate, it's been more yeah. than that, hasn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, they, taking a break off, I mean, they came back with something that felt different and new and people have really, I think, taken to. But I also think seeing that change, Assassin's Creed Origins is not an Assassin's Creed game, really. Well, yeah. It's like a game that they strapped Assassin's Creed onto right. and and called it. I mean, yeah, a lot of the mechanics are the same, but it's not it's not one of those in a weird way. And so mm. to make an Assassin's Creed successful and well regarded, they had to not make Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. And, well, and they, they had the off the shelf branding and that probably helped yeah. sell it. But and, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. But again, I think that's what has to happen is I think these like, companies have to be like, we're going to make you know, yeah, we're going to try this and we're going to see if something like division works. And if it works great, we're going to make like three of them and then we're going to do something else. And you know, if they want to come back to it in 10 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think like they've learned that this road doesn't work for us. You know, it, we doesn't, would, it has an end. There is, yeah. there is an end point. Yeah. And I think you, you hit on it perfectly is like rainbow six is a good example of that. Why make six rainbow sixes you know, in 10 years when you can make one yeah, and just, and just keep growing that, that one. Yeah. Exactly. Um, because you're doing the same thing. If you think about it, you're just selling the same base, the same game, you know, they do it with Madden, you know, they sell the same oh, yeah. guys Madden every year. And what if it was just called Madden and you just paid and for it? It was another, a subscription service or it was yeah, a subscription absolutely. service. You just got it every time. Like every year you paid for 2017 and it was done. Yeah. Like, that's what it should be, right? And if you upgrade, you know, every six years, you just upgrade the engine, just like they do mm-hmm. with WoW, you know? Nobody was like, oh, we've got to rebuy WoW. You know, oh, I I can't stand the new, you know, way WoW. Look, no, they're still playing WoW because it happens in, like, increments, right? And mm-hmm. and and then it comes across as positive because it's like, oh, we, we you know, are still supporting this. And so yeah. there's going to be a shift. And I, I don't think you're going to see these types of games much longer. Um, I don't think like single player games are, they're just going to look different. They're not going to be these 20 entry catalogs. It's just not going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. So I hope that answers your questions. Anything anything else you guys would add there? I kind of went on a rant. I think that that puts a nice uh, button on it. I think. Yeah. I think we nailed it. All right. And then a focal friend of the podcast um, from another podcast that you can check out uh tforce.gg um their gaming uh podcast <laughs> asked is blowing up your universe a good thing 
and he provided some context here. Um, yeah. Warhammer did this <laughs> in board games, and Vampire did this also in board games. But could you do it in video games? You know, could you sort of end your universe and reboot it? Um, Has that happened? First of all, I, I was yeah, tr- I was trying to think trying of an, to think of an of example that. of what I mean. Arguably, Final Fantasy kind of blows its world up and starts over again with most of the major entries. Yeah, right. And there's just like um, one Sid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you have like these through line characters, but I don't know if that's a great example. I think like, um, I have I'm, I've mixed feelings about this, especially with regard to Warhammer. I think yeah, it's like, is it literally blowing up your universe or just in Warhammer? Or, that's literally what they did. Yeah, they destroyed sounds, the universe has been destroyed. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, well. They did uh, the first made, the first prototype was called War. So yeah. mad. <laughs> Oh, oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. It, the first Vermintide was called uh, Warhammer End Times Vermintide, and it's because it's set in the end times of Warhammer Fantasy, because the, oh, the world is literally about to end. Um, and then they, they went and did it. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, now all the rules for Warhammer are different. All the factions are different. It's set, like, thousands of years. Um, oh, uh, that makes sense Separate now. from, yeah, it's, so there's, there's um, these different shard worlds that uh, like there's a fire world and a metal world and a chaos world uh-huh. and all these factions like demons and it's it's so it's gone completely insane and right. it's a cool i think there's a massive opportunity for creativity when you do that like you get to yeah. like, rewrite all kinds of stuff and and I, i'm all for doing weird stuff yeah uh, like that um on the other hand this is games workshop we're talking about and now everybody who'd built Warhammer Fantasy armies, and these aren't inexpensive to build uh, and put together. Right. You know, it's like, well, if you want to keep up with everything that's happening, it's like, up oh, time to buy a whole new army. Uh, and, that, uh, okay, that is kind of a sick move. <laughs> it's a little bit. So Man. I think that's why people who are fans of you know the Warhammer tabletop were a little chafed. But on the other hand, I mean, yeah, you get all kinds of new fiction, and um, I don't know, it can be really cool. I, I feel like they do this with uh reboots right is like you know they kind of reboot things and then they go oh yeah all that stuff that happens uh, we're we're retcon and all that mm-hmm. you know and i, I guess you could like, say tomb raider yeah yeah got, tomb, like raider a new tomb raider now yeah you know that's sort of the the history of tomb raider is not the same anymore it's different all that yeah. none of that happened we're doing it over again we're starting you know? with yeah we're doing the story this is a different kind of lara croft and yeah yeah so i mean I think the key is if you're you have to explore all the avenues for your characters and your world before you get right. to that stage. I think Warhammer it made sense because Warhammer had been around for so long. It was like what else mm-hmm. are we going to do, you know? Like it's getting so arcane and complicated to keep yeah. track of everything that it, I mean it almost literally has its own history. Um we're buried but on yeah, ourselves, so. you know, and it's like yeah. weighed down by this. Like just being able to maintain any kind of continuity was almost getting impossible, I think. Yeah, uh, just because I there's so see, much lore to go through. I could see like Blizzard doing this with World of Warcraft. You know, I could see them just being like, all right, the world ends, you know, and like then doing something new with it. Because again, that universe is so big and so massive mm-hmm. that. I could see them doing something like like 10 years down the road um, and then doing some sort of reboot and being like, all right, we're doing Warcraft again. And then them doing an RTS. And, you know, I could see that. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I think it's uh, an interesting thought, and it, you know, I would like to see an instance of it being done well. I don't know so much that the Warhammer thing should be considered a uh, a successful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I I don't know enough about the tabletop community and how that's going. I've listened to I'm a really big dork, and I listened to a couple podcasts that touch on this. And I mean, I think it took a little while, but it's starting to. I, I think it seems like people have, have uh, warmed up to it a lot. But again, I don't we've, have my finger on the pulse the ranks by any of means. One of those podcasts talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We have. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm for weird stuff. I, I like newer, weirder stuff. I kind of that's where I, you know, I I, I want to see them do crazy weird stuff with Star Wars. Um, yeah. You know, don't. I feel like it's generally detrimental when um, you know new directors come on or new storytellers come on. Uh, and feel way too beholden to the existing text. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That, you know, it just turns into this path dependence. And it's almost like they're churning out a sequel every year instead of innovating. And I, yeah. I'd, I'd much rather see, like, less frequent Star Wars and more weirder Star Wars. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's I agree. <laughs> we're going to get a lot of Star Wars over the next 10 years. Yeah, so right. Saddle yeah, up, we're boys. For, we're, we're in for, yeah. We we're going to get seven or eight movies in the next oh, decade. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's my, that's our, our thoughts on that. So great listener questions this week. Really enjoyed them. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks you guys. Yeah, we love our listeners so much. The 10 of you that are out there. Yep. We love you. <laughs> so, all right, folks, that is a podcast. Any, any final parting notes, guys, anything that you want to bring up before we go? Just, uh, you know, do your laundry. Do your underwear. <laughs> do your laundry. <laughs> I love asking you this hit. question at the end of every cast because oh, Ian, Ian's answer gets better every week. Like exactly. <laughs> I can't, oh man, that was good. Do your laundry, I can't, folks. I can't yeah. follow that up. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what Ian it, said. Yeah. <laughs> do your laundry. Yeah. Always dry. Always tumble dry low, folks. Always. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Yep. So, where can they find you if they want to hear more? Of those tones, Jermaine. Where uh, I am on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/Kryptonite. I am still trying to do the one-hour-a-day challenge that I gave myself for March. I missed two days so far. I'm going to miss tonight because I'm tired. But um, that's where you can find me, and there will be links to Twitter and all that fun stuff there. Awesome. What about you, Ian? You can find me on Twitter most of the time, saying dumb stuff. Uh, and that's at I Boudreau. I B O U D as in David R E A U. It's like I B, then a bunch of vowels. Don't worry about it. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you can see, find me at thewargamer.com, strategygamer.com, and PC Games N periodically. Uh, but yeah, Twitter's pretty much the place to go. And then you can also find me on Twitter, Michael underscore underscore Benson. Also on Twitch, Michael Benson, no underscores. And you can always pick up episodes of this podcast on iTunes all the normal places iTunes stitchers we need them reviews review this cast get in there leave us some funnies we would love it you can find us oh, also yeah. on Google Play you can also download them directly from the website if you're one of those hip cats use your own <laughs> RSS I got my own RSS I don't need your, your iTunes nonsense you can go right on there you can just uh, queue up the RSS from there 
Um, it's vgwam.com, vgwam.com. There's also a Discord. You can hang out with some people, play some games, especially Vermintide. There's always people playing that up in our Discord, but hopefully more soon. Um, that's it. That's the cast. Say goodbye. Bye. Everybody. Bye. Later.